Hello, welcome to episode number 227 of the Nerd Pro Quo podcast. Not much to say in this intro, at least not much that I am willing to tell you at the moment or can update you on, other than to say the usual spiel of uh, if you enjoy this episode or you have any opinions or you want to get in contact with us, please, 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 please do so. I have no idea, as I say now in the intro of every episode, whether people are still listening. Actually, I have a vague idea that some of you are still listening, uh, but I uh, would love to hear from some of you. So, uh, yeah, uh, nerdproquo at gmail.com, at nerdproquo on Twitter. That is about it. Enjoy this episode. Episode number 227 of the Nerdproquo podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. And and we're in it. It's been a while since we've done this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I put up two episodes of other people's podcasts that I was a guest on uh, in the meantime, and then still missed a week. Uh, so many things happened in the meantime. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, been a lot of uh, nerdy shit we need to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Where do we even want to start? Uh, you are the host. Please. Well, let's go. Uh, I guess let's go back in time a little bit, because there's there's still a couple of things. Do, 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 back into time. Yeah, yeah, there's still a couple of things that I I am uh, I should have texted you about like earlier and been like, have you watched new or even started to watch these shows? Because uh, th- well, there's only two of them that you would have watched, but uh, the Doom Patrol and and Young Justice are currently in new seasons that yeah. are airing every Thursday. So. But let's go all the way back to what if, because we didn't get to actually discuss the finale, uh, the, the final three episodes. You of- know, um, looking back, I've rewatched last few, those last three episodes at least like twice. Sure. You know, um, the season was a solid season. As I said, I love the animation, but uh, formulaic. Yeah. You know, um, it's like the guardians of the multiverse. I mean, come on. I mean, it was anticlimactic. I didn't think. I mean, I, I someone I know, she got on my case about like, is this the hill that you're going to die on in terms of, you know, the fact that it's not that authentic to. Uh, Marvel lore in terms of like having the Infinity Gems, you know, operate in other universes, or even if they were multiverse, uh, other uh, multiverses, and this is actually just like another timeline. I'm like, I don't know. It's like based on the comics, and from what I've uh, learned about the Infinity Gems, they don't operate outside of their original uh, universes, and every new timeline is a new universe it's a new verse yeah my understanding yeah that was my understanding work there that fucking pissed me off uh and i i mean ultron as the big baddie i didn't i didn't get it i was kind of hoping for dr strange being the 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 strange that was locked into his own bubble universe i was hoping he would become the multiversal threat I just didn't feel it as I didn't feel you know Ultron being the threat. I, I wasn't down for that. So so, 
before we get to that, I will say that because uh, yeah, I have some similar feelings and some. Maybe we should shut off the air conditioner. <laughs> Sorry, I I just realized that I can like hear it through my headphones. Uh, but I don't know. Like I, yeah. Before we get to that. The, the the what if Thor was an only child episode? That was hilarious. That was great. That was fucking hilarious. I especially love the. I mean, it, it went a little overboard with the silliness, but it 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 was. I felt like it was kind of like it was neat. It, yeah, it was a good counter to the rest of the episodes, yeah. and it was just. There's just, you know, something about I, I think. Ever since, you know, even I think like pre-Thor Ragnarok, I'd even go to like the the Ghostbusters that he was in. Chris Hemsworth has the unfortunate, uh, I won't go as far as to say it, it's a burden, but he has the unfortunate like thing of being, because he's become this Marvel superhero, he, and I've heard this about kind of about Chris Evans too, is they've kind of been forced into, oh, now they have to be this like serious action hero almost. And I just get the impression that Chris Hemsworth enjoys being a goofball more than anything else. I mean And he seems to be at it Thor? be at his best when All he's right. being a goofball. Is he Thor? No. But the MCU th- slash what Taika Waititi yes. Thor. And you have to it, we have to emphasize that He's it really is without yeah. Taika yes. to unleash his comedic uh, yeah. chops. Um, it's just a breath, a breath of fresh air. Granted, you know the MCU has a lot of like you know slapstick comedy, but I think that you know with Captain America being the straight straight laced hero and Iron Man being too much of a dick, um, I just love like silly childish. Thor, you know, and that episode of What If just encapsulated that. Frost the- Bros. <laughs> that was my favorite part of that whole episode. Oh, I love that line. Um, and just the fact that Loki is pretty down with it, too, you know, getting the, you know, being pretty chill and can party down with his bro from another mother. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like different. They were raised differently, but somehow they still come together as brothers, you know, despite the circumstances, the fact that he was raised by his frost giant family. That was dope. That I was dope. I just, the, the whole frost giants, just like him being them being like, you know, party bros. Like that whole episode, thoroughly and then having to clean up the planet, yes. or else risk you know a retribution with from his mother. I just that was perfect. Yeah, it was super goofy. Uh, it was fine. So to get to, so I think the whole point of those last two episodes, and on a larger scale, the whole point of the show, unfortunately, uh, seems to be as good as some of the, and we're gonna see some of those stories, those characters pop up again. But uh, is to set up the Watcher as a character. You know what? Uatu. They could do that, but we don't have to have like, oh, these characters unite. Because if you're going to take a page from the What If comics, I don't believe that they had to like connect. You know, no. There were individual stories 
to that emphasize like you know what happens if something changed with these characters and i was kind of hoping for that yeah i did not need all of these characters to meet and join forces i think they wanted to set that up even like uh, this i mean it's it's weird to like it comes back to kind of charlie's sort of complaint about these things is they're starting to become more and more the more of them that they have had since, and I'm including the live action ones with this, and I'm hoping the Hawkeye isn't as bad with this. I will say that the all of the shows seem to be just prep work for what's going to happen in the future in the movies. I think this is whole this whole what if series is just getting audiences used to the idea of a multiverse, used to an idea of heroes popping up from our universe. Because all of this points to the fact that that's what the, if not the Phase 4 Avengers is going to be, that some future version of the Avengers is going to be a multiversal war and a multiversal Avengers. I mean, I don't mind... I mean, Charlie not being raised with comics sure. I could see that she could get a and have an issue with that but I mean Marvel is pulling this off putting the comics into the big screen which is what we expect you sure. know it's going to be set up for future um events and scenarios and I don't mind that I don't I, mind it but I will say that the valid criticism part of that is uh that I feel like what ends up it ends up taking away from some of these shows and stories being their own thing a little bit like i will say that upon repeat viewings i haven't watched uh all of loki again i'm probably not going to watch winter uh falcon and the winter soldier again i honestly didn't think there was a lot there to see again uh but i will say that the best of the best as far as being its own thing it still sets up, but it's it's very much its own story. Was uh, uh, WandaVision was like its own story. Yes, it does set up Scarlet Witch's future in the MCU, but that's not until much later in the show. Uh, so much of that show was its, you know, Wanda's own story. Yeah, I mean, this was the first time we were able to like peel back the curtains and see her as a character. I yeah. Because before she was just relegated to the big budget, you know, uh, uh, team movies. You know, you didn't have the time to like, you know, probe her and understand who she was as a character and just see how she fared after the events of her losing. I mean, and as, 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 as much as, I mean, I, I think Falcon Winter Soldier was trying to do the same thing with those two characters. I just don't think he was as effective. No. And the whole yeah. the series as a whole wasn't as cohesive. Loki was a a fun romp. I don't. I think a lot of that was setting up. And don't get me wrong, I really liked Loki, but I think a lot of that was setting up future MCU. Uh, but I don't hate that. I, I mean, don't. I don't hate it. I just think it 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 ends up, you know, kind of taking away from the shows as their own entities. Uh, that being said, also, like... 
But can you fault Marvel? I no, mean, you expe- no. I mean, that's it's part of it's written into their DNA. Sure. You know, you when you go see an MC movie, you ex- or property or TV show, you expect it to have a future payoff. Yeah. You know, and it's part. You know, it's it's part of the contract, the unwritten contract of watching their properties. You have to expect that this is gonna connect with this character or this event in the future. Uh, I, but I will say also, like, if you're gonna have like the multiversal sort of Avengers, it was great to see, you know, Captain Carter again. It was I liked the character moment. The character moment between her and Natasha was great. Which, and by the way, weirdly enough, and not a surprise, Lake Bell is a better Black Widow than Scarlett Johansson is a live action <laughs> Black Widow. Uh, Lake Bell, by the way, played Poison Ivy in the Harley Quinn uh, oh, cartoon. God. By the way, oh. um, yeah, I mean she's really good. Uh, I will I, say I love the role of Doctor Strange trying to redeem himself. Okay. I uh I love I actually do really like the the resolution of like spoiler but it's been a little while so screw it if you haven't seen it whatever. Uh that he's just going to kind of hold them in that pocket universe I think is very cool. I mean I for one love the action sequences. Yes, you know, the, I do the too. Fight. Yes. Those were, uh, I mean, I thought the uh, action sequence between the two strangers in the standalone uh, yeah. episode with Doctor Strange, but just like uh, the Watcher versus uh, Ultron, dope as fuck. Yeah. And everyone, the guardians of the multiverse coming together to take down Ultron, that was yeah. phenomenal. I will say that nothing about uh, Killmonger's arc or michael b jordan as a voiceover actor nothing about that was even remotely interesting although uh, i was curious i wanted to see the gomorrah episode i want i wish they had had an I'm, episode before just throwing her in there i i think we'll probably get her episode from what i've heard maybe in season sure two, because it's compelling from what they alluded to what she accomplished yeah you know i'm like damn damn i would have loved to see her like, yeah take down uh Thanos. I just I just think that's that's lazy storytelling is what that is. Is you just threw that that character in. And again, it I now I understand why they had the same writer and same director for all the episodes. I don't think it served the series as a whole, but I I I get why they did it is basically and that's, like I said, it's kind of what was disappointing was that, oh, okay, we got all of this just so we could get those last few episodes. Like, it seems like we were shown all, and then they brought all of that stuff back uh, to varying degrees of success. Uh, but yeah, I'm hoping just in the same way that WandaVision was really, like, established that character in a, in a really good way, I'm hoping Hawkeye does the same, but... They've already, they're going to have to retcon a lot uh, to make that work. Uh, I think the show will be fun. I think keeping him around is going to be a problem in in the MCU. As he exists is going to be a problem. So we'll see what happens. I don't even know if he's going to stick around for that long. I mean, yeah. Jeremy Renner is 
not a young no. <laughs> actor. I don't know how long he can pull off being a and, superhero. And and unless the character is not compelling. No, I'm sorry. He, I mean, I'm sorry. I know that's offensive to you. It is. A, no, 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 no. It's it's he's compared to with the Avengers, not that compelling. He's not compelling because they never bothered to make him compelling. Uh, and he has the same problem that Black Widow had, yeah. which is like there is a show. There was a show there. It should have been made ten years ago, and it should have been on. Both of them should have been on Netflix. Like that's it should have been part sure. of that that universe yeah. because that's who those the whole like the great thing about like we've talked about to get uh, to death that Matt Fraction run on on Hawkeye was the whole thing that makes him funny and interesting is that he doesn't belong on the Avengers, the Avengers and he knows that <laughs> like that's that's part of like they it, it they hadn't you know in the past really addressed that uh and they really go into like you know, and again, he's like a character who actually has an interesting backstory that they never bother to address. Same thing with Black Widow. It's just like she had a backstory. You kind of ignored the the bat the backstory to tell this weird interim story that I takes mean, which takes you know before Avengers Endgame, not Avengers Avengers Infinity War, which is just like okay, that's what you chose to do. I don't know why you did that, but all right. I mean, but he, the thing is, I mean, I'm just hoping for like a roster shakeup, which is going to be, it's going to happen. I mean, that's a, oh, yeah, sure. that's a huge staple of the Avengers. There's always new people. She's going to replace him. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, is is Haley Steinfeld is going to be the new Hawkeye going forward. That I, I'm calling that from here on. What I'm hoping for is there is no Hawkeye, <laughs> you know, get someone else. Well, either she... You don't need... I mean, a, she's a, not, a she's, human who shoots arrows. I mean, come on. Not that Well, she's, she's... If she doesn't end up in the Avengers, she's gonna event... She's gonna end up in some future form of another team. Whether it's the Avengers, I'm not necessarily yeah, saying okay. that she's gonna be Hawkeye in the Avengers. Yeah. She's gonna, but she's. I mean, I'm. Ca I'm, I'm calling it now. She's going to be the new Hawkeye. Okay. Um, like that's what's gonna happen. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Yeah, and it's. I don't know. It's. It just like I said, there was some fun moments, but it. Uh, it just kind of. I was like, okay. Fun moments in. In the last few episodes of What If. Okay. Like yeah, action mean, sequences, it was, but it. It was. It was enjoyable. Um, I mean, it's like. Am I going to rewatch it? No. Um, yeah. As I, I mean, I would agree with you. I would not rewatch all of the MCU shows. Yeah. But Loki, a solid rewatch. WandaVision, a solid rewatch because I just loved the concept. You yeah. Know? And I, I grew up loving those uh, TV shows. Um, so I'll definitely rewatch that. Um, but yeah, what if? Eh. And they, uh, they I'm also just more interested in season two yeah. and integrating uh, some of the new characters that are going to be in this new phase. That's what I'd yeah, love to they, see. They also just, I mean, in WandaVision, that not just because I love those shows, they nailed the all of those shows as like compact versions of all of the shows that were on in that particular era. Yeah. Uh, for each era, they just like so like... It's so on the nose. On, yeah. yeah, yeah. And as the episodes progressed, that like the way you see what it's 
about, and then like she's the bad guy, just, but she's like, s- slowly revealing how threatening she is. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and you know, I was like, damn, I'm kind of afraid of her right now yes. for these characters. Um, and she's super scary coming out of that show, <laughs> like, and also they they're I mean the most recent things that I've read not about is that Agatha, uh, Agatha Harkness is gonna get a a side you know I, mean, I just love the actor yeah that's she's what I was gonna say Catherine Hahn Catherine Hahn I, you know, I, I can't get it I great can't actors, uh, yeah great ca- uh, um, chemistry charisma you just need to see more of them and I just yeah. loved her character yeah uh, that being said I definitely think. Just based on um, what we saw at the end of What If, uh, the 100% character that we're going to see come back in Season 2 is Captain Carter. Like, that's I think that's, of all of the th- stuff that we've seen... From What If? Yeah. That's definitely the one of them that's going to pop up in Season 2. And most likely... Uh, Maybe we'll get that Gamora episode. I mean, Gamora, yeah, but I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just like, it's not being faithful to what would have. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a story, move on. Yeah. They create new stories. I mean, the sure. idea is that you want to see new tweaks to new scenarios, to new characters. I mean, they're going to introduce new characters like the Eternals and Shang-Chi. I would like to see more of that. I mean, I don't want to see a rehash of Captain Carter being a superhero. I mean, probably introduce. In, in, introduce another character yeah, as sure. uh, Captain America, maybe the Winter Soldier. You know, yeah. what happens? That I wouldn't mind that. But, I mean, just, like, let them be, you know, because yeah. that's what, what if... I guess, that's yeah. How it works. Yeah, well, and we've already... we've already already those comics were dark. We've you know? already seen that that's not what they're going to... Unfortunately, it seems like that's not what they're going to do. Um, so, do we want to go for Dune or... Or DC fandom, yes. Next, um, yeah. Let's talk about DC fandom. Okay. I mean, I was like everyone else. It's like I want to hurry up, fast forward to get to like the the Batman yeah. trailer. Yeah, of course. But I mean, I was pumped for like the video game shit. You know, I video game shit looks cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't. You know, play any of those, but I'm like, okay, I mean, that looks those, cool. I love the Rock City Batman games. You know, to death. I mean, they made superhero games they locked it down you yeah know, they mastered it and i love the spider-man t- you know, video game the storytelling was perfect but they inspired that game you know they gave they set up the groundwork to have like a spider-man game jet kicks ass so having them become you know to make a new game based on the suicide squad i love it and yeah. i love it even more because another publisher is making a game or just recently released the game on the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I know? saw that. Yeah, and that is, you know, uh, that's not being well received. I mean, it's it's an okay game, but I'll, it's leaving a lot of people disappointed. I think know, I think they like, didn't put enough. I think it's it seems like a cash trap grab yeah. to me. Um, uh, so I'm happy about that, and I'm not sure about Gotham Knights. I'm curious about it, but, you know, I was really excited about, you know, the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League concept. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, so that was like the shit that I was excited for that was not trailer, movie trailer. Related. Sure. I uh, will get to the Batman preview. Of course. Uh, Save for the best for last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, 
the Black Adam stuff looks like fun. Cast looks fun. It's The Rock and whatever. It's I you know what I. I was kind of a little disappointed. I was too, but but it's. But I. But here's the thing: The Rock's gonna sell. The story. Yeah. Yes. Of course. You, you watch it for The Rock, and I'm sure it's like it's still early. They're gonna make it look better, and it. I don't. I don't know how these characters are gonna be connected because they have Doctor Fate. They yeah. have Hawkman. What are they? Are they there for The Rock to kick? their asses is that the case i, I get i guess yeah I mean, it's like hey you're just introducing these new characters i mean granted black adam is gonna be the anti-hero so he's gotta be punching on someone it's yeah not gonna be superman so sure i mean I, I could guess hawkman but hawkman is not on his level at he is all. not no you know dr fate may be power wise but i mean i don't know dr fate gonna... is is a so He's a Doctor Strange level character in the in DC Comics. He right? he is so depending on where you go with that, he is us. Uh, he is Doctor Strange's equivalent in the DC universe, possibly even more powerful, because the the helm mm-hmm. that he wears on he's his, a regular guy, but he he's being possessed by this artifact that's a helmet it's the helmet basically houses a lord of order uh so uh, for all intents and purposes depending on where which version of dr fate you uh are going with and if you read books of magic that does not end well (laughs) dr fate that 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 helm uh does not bode well in its own future but it is essentially like he has the power of a god it's not always put out like that in the DC universe, but yeah, like Dr. Fate is ridiculously powerful. I'm guessing he's in the movie because black Adam is like a sort of mist. It's a mystical character, which means at the end of the day, who he's going to fight is not going to be Superman. It's going to, it's going to be Shazam. Not in that movie, but probably in the future. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's that. Uh, I didn't even bother to watch the flash thing because it looked like they didn't have anything. They just, uh, it's very early. I mean, they're trying to set up a multiverse thing in the, in the flash movie because apparently I'm thinking not a multiverse, but well, yeah, they are, but I think it's a course correction to establishing a DC connected universe yeah yeah yeah. and i'm hoping for that yeah i am too am i excited for the movie no not really eternals i'm hoping for i'm excited for the setup yeah what's going to happen to the future changing new characters or maybe establishing you know new ones into the universe hopefully maybe you know matt reeves batman we'll we'll see uh but the idea is you know just a nice hopefully a course correction by warner brothers to like creates i mean it does not have to be like the mcu but it just has to be more competent so so here's the thing uh well no before i get okay because we're, we're gonna address like the batman preview uh the batman preview uh last i think uh we got a little teaser for season three of harley quinn which i'm super excited I, mean, about. I didn't need it for the th- uh, teaser it's gonna be awesome yeah yeah. i didn't you know? need it i like the way they did it though, <laughs> though it was was pretty fun uh 
And of course, DC Fandom stuck in like the, the the new seasons, some pre, some promo for the new seasons of the three things that are on HBO Max currently. I tried. I saw the first episode of Aquaman. It's not for me. Oh, I didn't even see the Aquaman. Yeah, thing. the um the cartoon. Oh, it's an Aquaman cartoon. Yeah. I didn't. I must. I missed that. Yeah, it's there's a. I think at the time I I saw it right after Fandom. Okay. You know. Um. I mean, it's. It's kind of like uh, what's it called? I mean, it looks like a cartoon swim or no adult swim. Oh yes, of, I did see yeah. that. I did see it. Eh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, the new Cat Catwoman movie. Eh. It's like a animated Catwoman movie. I'm I'm curious. I mean, it, it, it'll be intriguing. I don't know. It's animation. I'm down for that. I have yet to see the Long Halloween. The two you, parts. Oh god damn uh, you! We to, need to. You need to get on that. We, we need to. We need. Could be another podcast. Yeah, we I'm need to. We need that. to talk about that because I'm I'm very upset about the last about that. Um, but yeah, it looks okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, so and. So far, none of these three things you have watched yet. One of them you don't need to watch, obviously. <laughs> um, Doom Patrol this season has been great. Uh, I mean, if you watch previous seasons of Doom Patrol and you like that, the mix of like ridiculous humor, ridiculous concepts, you know, high psychological drama mixed in with all of that, th- this is just more of the same. It's really good. Uh, Young Justice season four. I will see where it goes. The first four episodes have been okay. Uh, most I won't spoil anything if you're actually gonna watch it. Watch it. But the yeah, most recent cool. episode, there, it's like okay. We'll see where it's one of those things where they did a major thing, and it's like let's see how this plays out. Um, short version. As you, if you watch Young Justice, the time in between the seasons is treated as real time. So the like action stuff has happened in between seasons. Uh, Connor and Miss Martian are going to Mars to get married uh, again, uh, and there are some problems uh, on Mars that uh, have to do with racism on Mars, basically. Martian, different colored Martians are racist towards each other. I mean, I mean they've alluded to that. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. The comics. So they, it's... they, they. It's it's like a major thing in the season so far. Okay. So I mean that's been interesting. Uh, it hasn't been the I last season and this season the writing hasn't been as strong as it was in those first two seasons that it was on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. It's the same creators, so I don't know why. And same vein, same like voice cast, so it's like it hasn't been as well, good. The acting is not the. I mean, it's the storylines haven't. Yeah. Just saying, as engaging. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's a situation where like any good show, sometimes if you prolong it too long, yeah, yeah. it's just gonna go stale. You know, I, some I, shows which should is, just like end on a wh- high note. Which is weird because there's so much more ground to my like stories to mine there from the comic from different comics that they've done and i don't know maybe this was a story that happened in the comics i don't know but it just i don't know it just seems like it's like they're not i think some of that might have to do with the fact that like dc has done a lot of these like direct animated uh 
adaptations of comic book stories. So they haven't had as much because they're now sort of caught up to sort of modern times of the comic book stories. So maybe they don't, it's like, oh, they've already done all these other stories. We don't have as much to work with. I don't know. I mean, it's comic. It feels like that. It they feels like, so yeah, exactly. to pull from. You know, uh, that's not an excuse. I finished the, I, I, I literally, while I was watching it, um, Cat Dan's girlfriend came into the room and was just like, it's like this show is terrible, and I was just like, I know it's Titans, and I was like, I know, I don't know, I, I. Why do people keep watching it? I, I, I'm sorry, it's it's dumb. It's not good. I don't. I have no. I have no rational reason yeah, dude, why I finished this season. That, you just hate yourself, man. That fucking pilot was just a dumpster fire, and it was. It, it, it's like warning, and get, but it, you decided to ignore that it and got, you keep watching. It, it, it. No, 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 and it got like more interesting halfway Bullshit. through the first season, and then I, I, I kept watching. I don't, I can't. Fuck Batman is all I needed. I wasn't, and I wasn't <laughs> not watching. I wasn't like hating it, but I literally was just like, I don't, I, I don't know why I'm still. Even more this season. Yeah, you hate yourself. Yeah, yeah it's it so point. strange. I mean, it's like, I mean, oh gosh. I mean, there's edginess for some comic book characters. These are not the characters that deserve that. You know? Yeah. I mean, you can't take the vibe from a properly like The Boys, you know, or Watchmen and just like roll it up into these characters. You have to know not only the audience, but be true to the characters and they're not and that's yeah. what i can't yeah, yeah 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 uh that being said as far as like weird alternate stories the they had a very interesting take on bruce wayne uh not batman on bruce wayne because this is a uh, bruce wayne who apparently is not currently being batman anymore and it's it that was the i was just it was one of those things. Did not, he, I mean, I'm already not sold on this. Man. You don't need the, to. No, 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 no. You don't need to be. I'm not trying to convince you to watch okay. it. <laughs> I'm just commenting that there was there. There are some interesting things in there. There, but yeah, you don't need no one. No one. I don't understand. No one needs to watch it. People, just I don't. Watch I don't. Show. I don't even under. I don't even understand why don't I, do I watched what it. Jamie does. Yeah, don't just do it. Don't, don't, it. don't do what I did. There are other things to watch. There are other bad things to watch that yeah. are better than Titan. Oh yeah, yeah. There are plenty of terrible things you could watch that are much more entertaining. Uh so the Batman preview. Um, I I'm excited. I'm not as excited as when the, te- the teaser came out. I don't know. There's just something. I am legit, and you are saying, "Oh, it's year two Batman." I was like, "No, it's 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 still on some level origin Batman again." No, it's not. You're not gonna retell the fucking death of his parents. It's been done to death. It's like saying how you know Spider Man three um, three uh, three 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 like three buck coming is an origin story. No, you're you're t- looking at a snapshot in this character's career. Yes, they're younger, but here's the thing. I don't think we've seen a young actor portray Batman sure. and be able to tell the tale of uh a brutal Batman who is still very angry. What we have seen is a Batman who is 
I think is is in full control of his capacities and mature enough as a superhero um, and is able to tackle and handle the emotions. What I have yet to see is a Batman raw and still very emotional. You did not see that. You know, where with Pattinson, I'm hoping he would be able to provide the range to show what this character is dealing with. And very much a very angry Batman. That's something I've not seen. You know, yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, when you talk and you shit on it, I'm just hearing Marvel, 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 Marvel. Daredevil is better. No, 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 no. Well, two things. We have never not seen an angry Batman. Uh, the Batman and Robin, the Joel Schumacher Batman and Robin, except. We don't, ex- we don't ex- yeah, 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 acknowledge yeah. that. We have never not seen an angry Batman. That is, that is not. He's always angry. Uh, uh, Michael Keaton, angry. Angry Batman, still angry Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First, first two. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't. Anything from the '89 Batman. Tim Burton, not angry. It's Tim Burton. Batman's nah. always, Batman, an essential part of his character is. No, his, I'm his, not his almost, about his character. I'm yeah. talking about what has been portrayed in the movies. Not angry. I mean, the comic books, he's angry. Okay, We've okay, seen that. okay. I have not seen that. I have not seen that in the movies. Uh, maybe uh, with the Dark Knight. All of the Nolan movies, Angry Batman. No. Ben Affleck, Angry Batman. We're, I'm not acknowledging Zack Snyder. See, see, I'm but that, see, that's the thing. Then you're, then you're not saying because that. those were bad movies. I'm sorry. Yeah, Zack Snyder, bad director. But, but, that was a but, bad, but, but, not properly executed. I mean, fair I enough. Am, I am because, because you said prop- you said we haven't seen an angry Batman, and I'm just like, that's all Batman is. That's all we've ever seen. I'm sorry, but I mean, I mean, listen, with with a few Batman v Rob, Batman v Superman, and well, Justice League, he wasn't. Yeah, he was angry in Batman v Robin, uh, Batman v Superman. Justice League, he was more toned down because of the whole Martha connection. He he, he saw Jesus, but <laughs> um, I don't. It's just like the the Zack Snyder. He just took that and bas- first of all, that was not Batman. Fuck what you said. That was angry, but that was not Batman. Fair enough. Killing motherfuckers. That's not Batman. And you know how offended I was after that. So we're not talking about that. That was not a properly executed Batman in that movie. First handful of years of Batman, he definitely killed a whole shit ton of people. But okay, Tim Burton. Yeah, that was our first. Big oh no, 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 no! I'm saying from his inception as a character, uh, that is a modern creation. Well, yeah. that Batman does yeah. not kill people. I know, I know. Um, uh, but that's that was in keeping with the DC ethos. Early versions, he did carry a gun. He did kill people. Yeah, I get that. I I know that. But I'm talking about what Batman also, is also, to all of us. Also, today. I bet you five bucks we're gonna see that his parents getting murdered scene again in this new movie. I w- I'll bet you more. I'll bet you the price of a movie ticket. We're going to see that scene again. I don't know. I don't, I, I really don't think so. I don't and think look, so. That- because once again, Matt Reeves has, first of all, he's, I think you would agree with me that he's a smart director. Yeah. He's 
seen the other Batman this, films. I think, and he has definitely seen the whole, you know, death uh, scenario with his parents. It's been done to death. Sure. You know, we don't need that. Yeah. You know, and I think he Let's understands. Ooh, I mean, listen, you are shitting on it before you've seen it. And I, I'm not shitting on it. I what I'm saying is that I am, I'm less ex- excited than I was originally. I'm excited because I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of big swings, especially in the in the casting in this movie that I don't know I still about. Disagree but disagree with your. I mean, but you, I think they're big swings. Like I think I it's know. they're interesting choices. Whether or not. I, I think they're good. Is a, I mean, I have seeing a, a circus move on from being known as the motion capture act, actor. I mean, I'm curious about that. But sure. You know, I'm not. I I don't doubt it. I mean, you know, so for I mean, I've heard that there's possibilities of them pulling from Earth One, and his okay. character is. Uh, maybe a little more grizzled and, you know, not a butler, but maybe someone with a military background, which is what we got from Pennyworth in Earth One Batman. Yeah, which yeah. I don't mind, you know. Um, and you said who else? Um, Farrell. He's not in this movie that much. You know, he's in a few scenes, so okay. he's not going to be a focal point in this. He's probably just going to be there just to, you know, get knocked around by Batman. But I'm guessing... He, uh, the Riddler is going to be the big bad. I don't know much about the actor who plays the Riddler, but from what I've been told, he's an amazing actor. Who who's playing him? Uh, we can Google this. Uh, that being said, uh, uh you know, Zoe Kravitz is Selena Kyle, Catwoman. That I I I, I, I have good. I have no problem with that. She looks. I just gener- good. G- generally speaking, she's you know. She she can do no wrong in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm not as excited as I think as obviously you are. Paul but, Dano. Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, that's gonna be amazing. I mean, that's <laughs> what my issue. I mean, what sold me about this is that he's taking the great points of what worked with Nolan in terms of creating a quality sure movie, but what. I've, what fell short about the Nolan films is the fact that the action was pretty much non-existent. What yeah. I've always wanted is Nolan quality, but Darede- Netflix Daredevil yeah. brutality. That's I mean, I've never seen Batman be imposing. I've never sure. seen Batman really fight. I've, I've seen him turn his body because he can't turn his neck. <laughs> yeah, can't move. You know? Yeah. You know, I've never seen a Batman that can move, that can show that he's actually he's actually a great, you know, crime fighter. Sure. And from what I've heard, they've not only tried to emphasize that, but try to also emphasize the fact that he's also a detective. So and I hope great and Riller is a great villain to introduce that because he's a character who's trying to like challenge Batman's intelligence. And he does not know whether or not in this incarnation nation of Batman if he's able to actually uh, stand up toe to toe with his you know with his intellect so seeing the cat and mouse game or potential cat and mouse game between Batman and the Riddler that intrigues me yeah uh, like I said I I it's in I will say that it's it's intriguing I'm not as excited as I was originally I think I, I think there's I'm I think some of that is being uh, 
But continue. No, it isn't. Uh, it, it isn't just because a lot of don't those. Listen to him. He's a fucking hater. I just, I just don't. No, I'm not a hater. I'm only a hater because I think that a lot of those, a lot of that stuff hasn't been done well Slap yet. Slap red on him, you get a heart on. <laughs> Slap some red and a D and D and remove the cape, you have a heart on. More of that shit. Don't lie. Don't fucking lie. Don't fucking lie. I mean, man. look, I have, I have, I have, I have some general issues with Batman as a character. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I also, you know you what I think. Hate the original. I'm sorry. You, you, you can't know, hate the original. You know what? You know what's funny though. I think without him, no Daredevil. That is true. Uh, I also think now that I'm thinking about it. So I watched the Batman preview from DC Fandom after I watched Long Halloween, and I think Long Halloween might have soured me on the preview. Uh, I mean, it's it's getting some vibes. Yeah, I mean, it's. But no, no, no. I think I think what I'm saying is I think my oh okay my negative reaction yeah. to how Batman and that story was treated in the second half, the end of the Long Halloween of the second part of Long Halloween, might have biased and affected my viewing of the Batman preview. I mean, what I've I mean, listen, I because don't... because you know why? Because it, goddamn, you haven't watched it yet. But it's one of those things that. As someone who loved that story in the comic books, it made me once again feel like my trust had been betrayed by Warner Brothers. Uh, no, listen, you're talking about animation. No, no, no. I'm just talking about... You're talking about the animation no, department. Uh, no, you're... I'm talking about Warner Brothers in general. It was... And it, it, generally speaking, their animated stuff has been great. But like... You know, you said the same thing about, you know, Killing Joke, Batman Hush. They've some of these major storylines. It's just but animation though. You're not I mean, they're going to take greater risks with this medium. But if it's going to be in a big screen, they're going to they're going to be smarter about this. And on top of that, those animated those movie, those animation movies were not done by the likes of a Matt Reeves. Sure. And yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. I've not seen everything that Matt Reeves has done, but the Planet movies, Planet of the Apes movies, yeah. they sell they sold me. And yeah. I think that I he deserves the benefit of the doubt. Instead of like, you know, doubting him. I'm not I'm not doubting it. I'm just saying that I'm not as excited that I as I as I was originally compartmentalize these things, you know, yeah. hate on those specific properties because yeah. they did not do a good job with those storylines. I get that. Yeah. But you know, the fact is Warner brothers is going to pump out Batman because Batman sells. Yeah. It's yeah. A fact. Oh, but by, by oh, and the, by the way, Spider-Man sells. Oh, by and, and I also just, I just think that, you know, we might get three, uh, movies of this Matt Reeves, Batman, or we might just get this one. I. It's not just this. He's directly responsible for the TV show that's coming out on Pennyworth? HBO Max. Pennyworth? I don't or, know if it's or... no Pennyworth is something else. It's something else. Okay. Um, but I think that's before him. He's doing something that's um, tangentially related to whatever is the movie universe that he's setting up with Batman. Okay. So, okay. I mean, I mean that, that that's cool. That. I don't, I also don't think it's going to connect to any other, I mean, we can hope, but I also, but it's here's the thing. You just said that the issue with like the DC, with the Marvel stuff is that there's always going to connect to other things. 
his shit is just his shit. You know. Yeah. Well, that no, no, that was the point. That was the point that I was gonna make. Is I think they can make an inter. They're gonna try and make an interconnected universe with all these other characters. I think they're gonna continue to every couple of years retcon Batman and Superman. I don't know why, but that seems well, to be so what they're to, doing. To be fair, they have to do something with Superman. You yeah. have to admit they have to do something. Yeah. I mean, the oh Zach no, yeah. Snyder's Superman. I I enjoyed Man of Steel, but it was not Superman. Yeah. So you have to re you have to introduce a new modern but Superman because my, all we have is Cavill and Ralph. And the, I don't care what you. I um, I'm only making that point to say. That when you were saying that maybe this Batman will connect to the other stuff, he won't. I don't think he will. I think they they they're no, they're no, too yeah. committed to having Batman be its own thing. I mean, because the directors aren't. He's not there to like support the yeah, greater yeah. DC sure. shit. He's got a vision. That's what I like. Let yeah. the directors or the visionaries do stuff and without a care of like future and don't mess with them it seemed i mean my biggest hope about this movie is that they left him alone you know what i mean mean, (laughs) like (laughs) i mean listen i mean we've got the joker yeah you know that movie with uh joaquin phoenix does it make sense no but it was a good movie yeah it was i mean just i mean do we need more of that shit you know depends on what story the director is trying to tell now you say every few years they're gonna retcon batman and uh superman i don't know if they're gonna do that with batman because i mean the nolan films were great but yeah they were they were not cartoony yeah he's trying to strike a right balance between yeah. what we got from nolan with the over-the-top batshit craziness of the Zack snyder yeah but that can look somewhat comic bookish you, you know nolan was very serious with his craft it was not a comic book movie it was it was it was a, it was a grounding grounded one yeah so we don't we've never seen like uh over the top ish batman so i think i think i think there's this this looks like it's gonna be a a i'm hoping and it looks like it's gonna be a nice balance that's what of I'm the two for. uh i like i said i just i will freely admit i think you know, I just, I was super excited when the teaser came out. And I will ready, readily admit, I think I might have been biased. I've seen both trailer and teaser like over a hundred times. Yeah. At this point. I've watched the trailer it's a couple of times. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I know it's hard for a movie to live up to those expectations, but I have to admit, the trailer's dope as fuck. Yeah. It's dope as fuck. You know, it sets the right balance and it makes you excited. I just hope the real thing in next ah, shit, it's next year. Yeah, is gonna be you know, uh, cl- is able to come close. Yeah, to our expectations. Um, but in answer to your question about Superman, we have to do another Superman. Yeah, of course, you have to expunge the bad taste. Yeah. of Zack Snyder and his vision for the character. I mean, you have to. I mean, uh, the Brandon Routh Superman was boring as fuck, you know. And we just, I think we just need a new superhero, a new, a new Superman, because Cavill, I'm not a big fan of his. He's, I mean, I didn't like his character, the way they portrayed him, and I'm not a fan of Cavill. You no. Know, I didn't think that, that being, he was a great that, 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 Yeah, that being said, he's pretty good as, what's his name, who's on your screen right now? Uh, uh I'll be gonna watch season two of that. I mean, listen, that was fun enough I that I'll watch season, season two. One, despite him, yeah, 
I will say that yeah, same thing, same thing. You know, I was I like the world. I love the his the the bad guy. I forgot what her name is, but she was great. Yeah. Um, I don't care for him. I don't either, but I but just, but I got a kick just, out of that show. I just, power, I just watch the show be and try to like ignore him as much as I can. Um, but yeah, I mean it's an enjoyable show, but I don't like him as an actor. Yeah. Uh, I think it's either this month. It already came out, or it's supposed to come out next month. That uh, the Western, which I can't remember the name of. Oh, on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. Well, next month you meaning November. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that I'm. I'm super well. psyched about that. Uh. So yeah, it's you know. DC fandom. I think the whole, the, you know, the the core of that was the Batman preview, and the rest I mean, was just kind of like it's, some icing on the cake. Just like a passive watcher, it may not be your bag, but you know, if you are me, who is a DC fan, it had a, a little bit of everything for me. I'm, a, you know? I mean, just yeah. like more bad. I mean, it's like once a year. You know, yeah, it's like there's no Comic Con. You know, I'm stuck here at at my place, so just like a. a almost all day event of just like DC shit uh, featuring characters I care about. I don't mind that. I mean, I, was it amazing? No, but I found that it was more uh, compelling than remote comic cons. Sure. I, I also like uh, just one more thing on the Batman. I also just as someone who has really liked a lot of the, you know, handful of like maybe I, I'll say like the past like ten years or so of like modern Batman stories. I'm just like, can we get to that Batman <laughs> like already? I mean, the, like, um, Snyder. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was happy that they were using the Court of Owls in the upcoming Gotham Knights game. Yeah. But I was just like, I mean. <laughs> I'm hoping Matt Reeves is ballsy enough to like do that because having a Batman get psychologically dismantled, you know, in a movie, I would love that because yeah. that's what happened in the court, court of Owls and some of um and death of a family. Yeah, you know, although that's another Joker, and I don't yeah. know if you you or the world can handle another Joker sure. movie, but you know, it was. A great, but you'd have to establish that there is a Batman family to yeah. begin with. So yeah. You can't do that, you know, as a second movie, you'd have to establish other characters. But yeah, there's like, I mean, it's Batman. There's an yeah. infinite amount of storylines sure. to pull from, you know. Um, so I'm just curious. Hush, you know, yeah. a proper hush. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a, someone who can go toe to toe with Batman, you know, uh, both physically and psychologically. Uh, I wouldn't mind that. But, I mean, there's... Let's just see what Matt Reeves does with this character. I mean, pulling from the long Halloween and some other shit. Um, I'm curious to see what he, how, what's he's I, able I, to do. I, I would... Lo- see, that's... I love that, you know, they have, you know, someone like Matt Reeves, like the, uh, you know... I think my big disappointment, and this isn't just with Batman... I think my big disappointment with the DC movies in general is live action movies is there's some even in the comics there are 
different versions of the origin tale. And some of those are absolutely fantastic and are cinematic, even in comical form, and would make great movies. And no one has bothered to make any of those films. Um, Are you being tainted by what Zack Snyder, the foundation that he started? No, no, Because you can't say that for the first Wonder Woman film. You know, you can't say that for, I mean, the first, the Shazam movie was pretty fun. And it was I, very what, okay, let me let me let me rephrase that then. Specifically for Superman and Batman, I wish that they would. There are versions of the origin stories that they could pull from that they have not. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, Tim Burton was he started, so you can't hate on what he did. He he started the the template. Joel Schumacher. He had corporate up his ass to make a movie. I mean, that was not his film. Yeah, you know, that was Warner Brothers trying to make sell movies, sell comic um, action figures and other shit. So that's, I mean, that was fucked up. I mean, but, they but, could have done something, but that they were. But, they, but believe it or not, if you go back and you watch, especially the 1989 Batman, there is actually a lot of stuff. It's pulled from that era Batman as well like as far as like the origin like around there there's there is a lot of Frank Miller year one in there uh visually I'd say like it's still Tim Burton and Tim Burton will Tim Burton but but uh but there is stuff I feel like you know Richard Donner first Superman is great. Uh, it's amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, he understood the character. I think that. But That's there's the thing. You need people who understand the character. Yeah. I mean, Nolan. Nolan, nullified Batman. I mean, he didn't even get down to it. He just tried to make uh, a high art film. You know, sure. Without, uh, really getting to the core of the character. Although Batman Batman Begins is an amalgam of several different uh Batman origin stories. I think that's also what made that. So so here here's here's it's uh even that Batman Begins does pull from several different In fact, if you get if you have like the deluxe Batman Begins DVD it comes with a booklet, a booklet, and it actually has a couple pages of each of sort of the Batman comic book origin, early Batman's, uh, not early versions of Batman, but like Batman in his early years that Batman begins pulled from. And there's a whole thing about uh, it's pulled from. I forget who was the guy who I think. Oh God, he, he died. Goodwin. Who did a whole story and Ducard is in there and him going into bat to to you know, Batman pre Batman becoming Batman, him traveling around and all that. Uh there's a lot of Batman Long Halloween that they actually pulled from for uh pull Batman begins. And then the rest of it was just like how do you make that as grounded and realistic of how he would do these things in an actual world that isn't the comic book world. And that was the grounding of that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
I like more modern day, even like look, you know, the Brandon Ruth Superman that was essentially Brian Singer trying to do an homage to Richard Donner, whatever, whatever didn't work out. Um, I really would love to see someone like adapt Superman for all seasons to a movie because that like the whole, the Jeff Loeb, uh, Tim sale, Batman origin thing. Uh, it's essentially like, it's a, what is essentially Superman year one? Like it's him in Smallville. It's him like his first year being Superman, moving the metropolis, meeting Lex Luthor. And it's all just so. Here's the thing. We haven't had someone. Yeah. To be smart Since Richard to... Donner. Since Richard yeah. Donner, I mean, honestly. That's the thing. I mean, everyone <laughs> who's done Superman have missed. Yeah. You know, so. He's I a mean, hard character. I will say he's I a hard character. I don't think so. If you, you. If Captain America can sell, so can. Um, so can Superman. I guess. And yeah. I had my doubts about Captain America, but you know what? You can do it. And I'm sorry. The yes, he's all about like uh, pies and doing the right things and vitamins. But you know what? There, we need more of that, especially nowadays, where you need a character that is not trying to beat someone up for the sake. I mean, have a character that stands for something. We can get behind that as long as it's done well that's all yeah. we need instead of just like having someone just like snap someone's neck there, off there's a there's know, an it's... angle they take in superman for all seasons that i really like and it comes from it's it's like the core of it is actually like his parents not his kryptonian parents but it's it's like a whole little thing of uh you know stuff from like the caring and there's like a a responsibility thing from his dad, but it's about being a farmer and it becomes like the core of the whole story is just like, you know, plant, you plant a seed, uh, you try and do these things to help them grow, but you can't push it too far or otherwise, you know, you, you know, you'll destroy everything and you can't do too little. Otherwise the same thing happens. It's just like, there's just a, a, a balance and that's like, you know, it's I I don't know if they ever actually directly say it, uh, which unfortunately, if they did a movie, a lot of times the mistake they make is they just sledgehammer these things in instead of just letting the story, you know, allude to it. It's just like letting that would be the responsibility of the writers yeah. and the directors to like. So 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 quickly. Or maybe not so quickly, uh, just to make sure that the battery doesn't roll yeah. uh, run out. Let's talk about Dune. Uh, I didn't get it. I was in Charlie's boat. It was like, it was, I was. I, it took. I, this is a new world, and I didn't get it. The relationships, the the politics of this universe, but upon second watch. It made sense. Yeah. And I was able to appreciate what this movie was and what Villeneuve was trying to do with this film. And like with the whole, similar to like um, the Batman trailer, just like the cinematography, where I was now able to appreciate that because I'm not too focused on trying to like, who's this character? What's the relationship? 
upon second watch, I felt that this was a really great movie. Um, I don't know how well it would do in the box office, but for someone who loves hard sci-fi, this is just a great film. An amazing film. I love the cast. I love the characters. Um, and I just love the fact that um, they don't rush into things. Because I don't remember much from the, what was it, David Lynch? Yeah. I don't remember much, but I do know that I had no idea what was going on. And it was, cr too much was crammed into one movie. And the fact that they were able to, like, dedicate, like, this movie, this movie, this part one to these characters and doing the origin tale of, I think I just heard this where just like the emergence of this character into becoming the new Messiah sure. of this universe. I, I loved it. You know, I, I will say you were like meh. On it's it, the first, I, I, and I'm going to, we'll probably have to revisit it when I watch it a second time. Uh, because, uh, as I said before, I kind of felt the same way about Blade Runner 2049 that I felt about this the first time I watched it. Is I will say it, it's some amazing and beautiful world building that was done. I think there was some... There was... Uh, the biggest problem I had with it, and I'll see if I feel the same way when I watch it the second time, is I didn't really, and I think this might have, from what I've, everything that I've heard, because uh, I just couldn't commit. I'm one day I might commit myself to actually reading the book, uh, book slash books, depending on how it's you approach them. Is I didn't really care too much about about the characters and that seems to be a weakness in the writing uh that it it cared more about creating the world than making you care about any of the characters i will also say that some of that is a flaw in the way the movie was cast not in timothy Shalaman. i have no opinion one way or another about him i think they and, and and I've seen this mistake I think made in other like giant sci-fi franchises like Dune is uh, I can't think of any other the off the top of my head but I definitely have seen this before is you cast sort of name ac actors in certain roles and because you've put them in these roles and because of the way the movie is marketed with those names when you watch the movie, your attention is pulled to those characters. And spoiler, in this movie's most of the characters and most of the names that you find your attention pulled to don't make it out of this first movie alive. So, you, if you're... Sorry, everyone who's listening to this. These are big spoilers. But if you like Isaac, Oscar Isaac, he's not... Gonna, he's not making it through this movie. Yeah. But, if you like, if you like, uh, you know, Josh Brolin, he's not making it through even very much of this movie. If you we like, don't know that. yeah, we don't know that. Uh, if you actually, I think I might know that. I might be getting mixed up uh, with him as a character. Uh, if you like, what's it? Uh, but you know what this movie i mean yeah they're name actors but they're good actors you yeah know? sure and you know this movie is not a matter of like delving into 
characters. This, as you said, it's world building. It's a world, yeah. This is a big universe. This is a dense book. The you saw from part one that was the whole objective, and they did that. Yeah. And sometimes when you do world building, you forget that hey, you've got to have good get dialogue. You have to establish connecting yes. connections with characters. And I think they did that. But you have to understand that was not the priority for this first for part one. Yeah. Establish a world to get the uh, audience to get a sense of this universe because we have never seen this before. Once again, this is the move. This is the book that inspired Star Wars. One heavily, of them. Yeah, one of them. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, heavily inspired. Yeah. So I, the idea is that this is a new sci-fi property, and I think they've done a miniseries. Yeah, I think ago. it was they did a miniseries so, on but sci-fi. Still, it's still unfamiliar to a lot of people. So yeah. You set the miniseries didn't do very well. <laughs> you want to set the stage for someone to like get a handle of the houses, the politics, you know, what is the spice? Because it sounds like it's stupid spice. And it's the thing that everything is powered by. Yeah. But you know, now watching the second, watching it the second time, I get it now. I get the world. I don't hate the characters. I kind of, I dig the characters. Timothy Chalamet's character, I'm starting to dig that he's doing things because he has a a, a role to play in this, and he's yeah. using these people to uh, serve his ends. And I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, I don't like him as a. As an actor, but I'm curious about this. Well, character. what I will say is that early Paul Atreides isn't using people to is he 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 has a destiny. He is currently at a point where he is too young a person to understand or have any control, exert any sort of uh, agency over what everyone thinks his de- destiny is until very basically the end of this movie uh and Which that's briefly allude to but it's not f- i mean i know the nuns have asp- you know designs for him, sure but the mother is i think everybody kind of everybody has designs for him that's uh the harkaren harkarens like they wanted him dead because that was their design for him but like uh also uh, the house. The 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 weird the weird thing about spice. Just as a side, it's 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 a hallucinogen. That I, I never it's it's that. like it's like it's essentially kind of like a, a hallucinogen that or like a mental thing that makes it's. It, this is an oversimplification and kind of a joke, but it's like yeah, it's like it's what if LSD powered the universe? Like that's ba- <laughs> Like if you want to like. I mean, David Lynch is partially, his film is partially responsible for this view of it. Uh, I'm sure a lot of the people who read the book and love Dune are going to hate me for saying this. But but if you want to boil down Dune as a concept, it's uh, what if LSD ran the universe? <laughs> was the, like, was, you know, uh, that's kind powered of. Vehicles, powered yeah. propulsion, interstellar propulsion. I was like, really? You know, I mean, I, I watching it the first and also time, like, and also affects people's brains. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 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 It's it's what and it. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know that. I mean, that my first watch through of this was like trying to like ground. It's like the fuck. You know this, but second watch through, I accepted it. 
understand that this is the thing that powers the universe now let's see what the connections are to make sense of all of this the politics understanding why i mean i didn't understand one thing i couldn't understand was just a whole passing on the baton to house atreides i like i didn't get that i didn't yeah. understand why there was a big why was house harkonnen angry or like the beast angry but then i realized it's just that house working with the emperor because there's a form of jealousy with you know against you know house atreides so i that started to make more sense so i didn't mind the fact that there's a lot of world building because you have to do that with yeah. part one i'm expecting part two to be a different movie which is what i a lot of people say, why didn't they just like continue on, like break the part one into do it, film film it all at once, and just split split it up into two films? They had to because you know part two, I'm assuming, is going to be a very different tone. I yeah, hope takes place takes place. I mean, you have you do go back. You, we are going to go back and see more of House the House Harkonnen. 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 Sorry, my brain is. Uh, we're going to see more of that. We're going to see more of uh, the the nuns, which is, and you're going to see a lot of time, Paul on the desert, on uh, Arrakis. Uh, yeah, I mean, there there's some, like, the biggest problem, I think, is that a lot of the dialogue is, is very ham-handed, but that's kind of tropey for... Sci-fi. I also say. I will also say that, you know. Weirdly enough, as big a huge audience as this movie was intended for, is that big of an audience? I think that's what the studio, whoever, is hoping for. I don't think that's what they're gonna get, uh, because now having seen this, I think this this move these movies are made for a very specific audience. Yeah. Um nerds. yeah. Nerds well, and a very specific I mean, and heard, a very specific subset of nerds yeah, as well. I mean this I, what was clear to me is that it's not a general sci-fi movie that Also you you would you for. would also have to be someone who's already kind of a fan of Dennis Villeneuve. Villeneuve? Yeah. yeah. If you liked if you dug The Rival, you're probably going to like Dune. If you dug Blade Runner 24 if you especially if you like Blade Runner 2049 yeah. you'll probably like Dune because there's it, what struck me in this movie and what I think might annoy some people uh and I think what it might have you know people like Charlie and this isn't an insult to Charlie at all because it's just not her thing uh is that there's long comparatively when you think about it, long shots in this movie where it's just a plane, you know, a vehicle flying across something. But it's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's you want to slow things down. It's not just like one scene to the next. It's I mean, long. Those... It's long on the at atmospherics. Yeah. That's his film style, man. It's it's he establishes. And I appreciate he that. establishes mood more. And like, if you're gonna criticize even the writer writing. I was like, look, he is a director that established his biggest strength and what he does the most in his films is he establishes mood and feel through atmosphere. And a lot of that is just purely visual. It's not a lot of dialogue. And if they and that's why I said it's it's not just nerds, it's a very specific subset of nerds because it's like if if that's if you're if you want 
bang bang boom boom. If you're if you're if you're going in expecting like if you're if you're the level of nerd, which is why like nerd is like a it was made for nerds, but it's not like nerds in the sense that like Marvel movies no, are made no, for nerds. They're it's not. not for them. It's, yeah, this yeah. is not for that <laughs> subset of people because I mean I've this is this is this is too boring. This is this is comic book this is comic book guy nerd is what this is. This is guy who sits and reads really long sci-fi movies in his basement and books. Yeah, and from what I've gathered, and look, there's nothing wrong with that. But I I also just I'm what I'm saying is just like that's 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 why I want to like my original opinion was meh, but I want to watch it again because I know that especially knowing the director, I know there's stuff in there that I just wasn't. It also, I will say, there's something that happens when you watch it in a group of people and you're not in a theater. And uh, I've encountered this. Uh, it's one of the problems with not watching a movie in the theater and the fact that you can pause it. You can kind of only half pay attention to it if you want to. People can talk to you during it. Is that you end up being... And this is honestly like why the one point... Uh, that I agree with people like Martin Scorsese about like, oh, you you know, it's like the death of movies or not in the sense that like criticizing the Marvel films, but I mean about seeing movies in a theater is your focus is a little bit different yeah, when you I see know, it in yeah. a theater. Uh, which is why a lot of times like I... I mean, here, I mean, you can relax. You're not stuffy. You don't have to come in. You know, shut your phone down. You know, you don't have to worry about the lights. I mean, it's very much relaxed. And obviously, we're not as focused yeah. on this film. But if we're in a movie theater, there's nothing to do. You're going to get but... shit talk for, like, uh, having a bright phone on. You're going to – you can't make commentary, but, you but, know, to your – But to here's, my, you. here's my central – it's why whenever I this, – these past, like, year and a half or so, when I haven't gone to see a movie in a theater and I've seen it – not by myself, but I've seen it with you guys or I've watched it with Dan. I'm like, I can't trust my initial initial opinion of it. I have to watch. Even if it's a terrible movie, I have to watch it a second time because it might have been terrible the first time because I wasn't focused on it, because I was being affected by... I wasn't taking the movie in myself as an individual. I was taking it in as... And you get that in a the theater too, uh, but I think it's just I. There are like I said, Blade Runner. Even though we saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine in the theater, I had to watch it again, not distracted or in. I could break it up in chunks so I could focus more on what was actually happening and not just like, oh my god, we're here for almost three hours, to, you know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, Dune, um, and. It was like two and a half hours. When you said two and a half hours, I was like worried. But upon watching it a second time, it goes by fast. Yeah. In my opinion, it felt it go went by fast because it le it ends abruptly. You yeah. Know? And it, it left me wanting more. Yeah. You know, wanting more of this world and wanting to know what happens in the next chapter. There's um, also a lot of subtext that just gets that gets established later in the story that isn't in this movie. The Like, like any good sci-fi, there's commentary on, you know, because you haven't, you know, the problems with monarchy, the problems, you know, issues. Uh, 
around religious faith and yeah. people who are there's like allegories for a couple of different you know things in dune it's again why it's such a popular book why it stood the test of time is it's, it's not just but like, it's also gonna be kind of polarizing yes you know, because it's yeah. not something that is a um a movie that can appeal to the masses yeah you know it's it's definitely not that i mean if you like slow-paced thoughtful movies and force you to think this is definitely not going to be And we have in the past like 10 or 50 I mean I know I'm going to go even longer because of Star Wars uh we have been trained to uh to lean more towards a a version of sci-fi that isn't slow and contemplative No I don't think it's because I don't well I mean Starfire Star Wars is a big thinking, uh, is a big part of MCU. that MCU in modern yeah. times, but I Star Wars, modern... Star Wars, I think is the progenitor of. I'm that. like looking at my kids. You know, sometimes on Fridays we chill, we watch like movies. I mean, like I'm thinking, like they can't, they don't have the stamina. Yeah. To like, you know, if there's nothing, if the, no one's getting punched or there's no explosions within like two minutes, they get they tune out. You know. So so that brings me to. Uh, the Abram, the three Star Trek movies, most recent Star Trek movies, and start and what I've heard is the criticism of Star Trek Discovery is that they are. And when we talked about the third Star Trek movie, we we kind you kind of came down on the side of like, no, no, it really is like a Star Trek episode. I've heard from a lot of other people who who went, that is not uh, those three movies. And Star Trek Discovery are not Star Trek at all. No, no, they're Star Trek made for the I Fast said, and the Fast and Furious. I said the third movie was more Star Trek than the first two films. <laughs> they were See, I more don't of an know. So compared to the first two films, that's what I felt. Okay, you know, I'm not saying it was it was like a Star Trek. No, I said it was more because you're able to focus on the cat, the entire crew. Instead of just Kirk and Spock. Sure. I mean, I love Kirk and Spock, but Star Trek is about the crew. And what and going back to the modern interpretation of Star Trek with the uh, with Discovery, a lot of people hate it because there is no crew. You know, there right. it's just it's just um uh um Michael Burnham's character and her bad decisions, and no one else. Yeah. And when it comes to Star Trek, yeah, it's done to death, but that's what people like about Star Trek. The crew, how they're different, how their different um, backgrounds somehow merge together to create a great cohesive team, and having episodes dedicated to certain characters giving them the moment. But with Discovery, it's all Burnham, and we all hate her. So, <laughs> so, so, so the argument about the movies is, that I've heard is that it's it's Star Trek retooled for the Fast and Furious set. Set to to mm-hmm. your point about like, oh, we can't watch this unless something's blowing up or somebody's being no. punched. Is like that's what the uh, for some. I actually heard that I was listening to very recently, like a, a podcast. I think it was the Dana Gould Hour, actually, where someone said, as soon as you put Spock. In a re- in an actual relationship with someone, that's not Star Trek anymore. Like, like, and there's like, th- and then that to them was like in a, 
you know, they were focusing on that element of it, but it was just like, and that is like emblematic of the problem with those movies as a whole was it was just like, you know, where we, and, and when I thought about it, I was like, yeah, I liked, I really liked Zachary Quinto. I really liked the casting of those movies, but it was like, yeah, yeah. Spock in an actual, he's in an alien relationship with the Uhura. I was like, eh. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, Star Trek is about long-winded talks about philosophy. Sure. You know, politics, how you treat your citizens or you treat your uh, your rivals, shit like that. That's, I mean, those monologues from Kirk and, and yeah. Picard, we live for that because it's an episode dedicated towards a problem and to see how we overcome it. With idealism. Whereas in we the, in saw, a, in, a, in we all, saw, we saw Beastie Boys. <laughs> you know, we heard Beastie Boys, and just like, bam, awesome special effects. That's not Star Trek. And also, the funny thing about it is, is I think someone earlier that say Bagas made a co- not that episode, but like earlier, made the comment. It was just like the ship blows up in all three movies. It's like what? Why? <laughs> like literally. The ship completely blows up in all three of the movies. It's just like okay, and don't get me wrong, I enjoy those movies. I mean, I I I I I, you know, I, I love the casting. Real Star Trek. That's the thing. It's yeah, not real Star Trek. So yeah, I wanted to get your opinion about that because I was just, and it comes back to that uh, that kind of thing, and you know, circling back around the Dune is just like, yeah, could we even make a Star Trek movie now? That was, you know what, Star Trek. I mean, I love the movies. Like what Pants said about Dune, it should be a miniseries. You know, Star Trek is supposed to be a TV show. Oh, oh, and you could have its episode dedicated towards a problem. Sure. And to have the crew overcome that problem, not Michael Burnham making a mistake and having Michael Burnham do even. Uh, double down on a more terrible approach to fix her previous mistake. Yeah, I what, mean, what it, is she? What is she? A, a, a teenager in a CW show? Because uh, that's like everything. <laughs> you know, it's. It, I mean, it's like there's so many great characters in that show. Yeah, but they don't get the time of day yeah. because she is the focal point. You know, uh, there are other nerds, there are other aliens in there that we should that we should uh, promote, which, which is why I like Lower Decks. Because, yeah, there's a character that's a hothead, but everyone else get times to shine, you know, and you don't get that with modern Star Trek. Oh, and that being said, uh, did we watch the pre- – have you – you've seen the preview for – what is it, Throne of Dragons or – The House of Dragons? House of Dragons, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. You know, um, listen, um, my opinion – I mean, I'm excited because I want real Game of Thrones that's not rushed. Yeah. Like a full ep- a full season where the showrunners are not trying to get Disney money. Yeah. And who treats the property right. So I'm really excited for this. And, I mean, a show about dragons, you know, is dope. Yeah. I mean, I don't also, mind that. Also, what's his name? Has a Targaryen. <laughs> Matt Smith. Matt Smith is I mean, Targaryen. Yeah. I mean, let's I'm, let's go. No, Matt Smith is great. I mean, Matt Smith is is a great actor, and I am going to support most of the things that he's part of. And and uh, just really quickly, uh, I haven't finished just because it's been kind of a slog. Finished watching uh, 
you know, most recent doctor, but apparently Russell T. Davies is coming back yeah, to do. I was talking. I'm excited. I, yeah, know, I am too. Who needs a break and, you know, time to recover? I mean, I, what I wish is that Russell T. Davies wasn't taking over with a new doctor. I wish he was taking over with the current doctor because the problem is not her. If you watch that show, the problem but is not. Yeah, yeah. It's I get it. Slate. I get it. But I also feel bad. I, I, and I have seen in Nerdist, and there is. So the consensus from like, aside from the people who just hated it on the having a female doctor from the start. Fuck those people. Yeah, Let's fuck those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck them. them. Uh, the consensus I have read. Uh, you know, maybe my feed is biased in this because I did get the articles that hated it from the start too. But like, the consensus seems to be it was just like, and I, I've I've heard this about the the Capaldi years too. Was it was just like the problem was not the gut person playing the doctor. The problem was the people who were running the show and writing the episodes. It's, like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not the actors. I mean. The actors are not the issue. So like the story. Sometimes right? they are. Sometimes in oh. Doctor Who, they're they've and, almost and never been. When it comes to Doctor Who, it's supposed to be very simple. It's a crazy person in a blue box and his com- or her companion. That's it. Yeah. And from what you've been telling me, they've just like they've gone away from that. You know, introducing too many companions. They overloaded I the companions. Smith and the. Uh, and the pawns were a little too much, but they went. They took that to the extreme with so many. D- yeah, it's like no, that's not. And I love I the I love the pawns. Like even, uh, but also the pawns were a unit. These even though they're like they they're like friends and it's like a stepfather or whatever, they don't feel like a unit. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, she's I don't mind great. Side characters because I mean, if you look at the um. The Rose and her f- and Mickey and yeah, I mean yeah, they're like crazy. But you at its core, it's just her and whoever the and they're is not the they're not in the TARDIS all the time. You don't have four people in the TARDIS yeah. at all, almost all the time. Yeah, that was that was really the issue. I mean, some people made the argument, and I sort of agree with them on this one, is that Capaldi was the darkest, angriest, yeah, like almost. To a too far to version, dist- yeah, of the doctor. I mean, I like that, but I just felt he was just too abusive. It's like I don't mind angry, but it was as a male, it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, it was too uncomfortable the way he would treat you know Jenna Louis' character, uh, Coleman's character, and Clara. Clara. I mean, it was just. Like, I mean, after knowing. The, what's been going on with the Me Too movement, and it was just, yeah, it, it, it was just very uncomfortable watching his character. I mean, yeah, they, they took him too far. It get, know, it, I don't know how far. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't. It gets better later, uh, and yeah, there's a character. I like I said, I don't know. Have you gotten to me yet? The character me? No. Okay. Uh, she's cool. She becomes a side character. Uh. Later, uh, Capaldi gets better. The 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 last, right before they switched over, the final co- companion, Billy, uh, they did her dirty, like they really. 
they the the way they oh god it's I'm salty about I was salty about Clara but with some distance of it the way Clara's story story ends like I actually kind of dig uh and her I used to hate her as a companion and I've come around to her as a companion yeah I think she was originally given way too much significance in the history of the doctor okay uh and that hurt her later when they were trying to, you know, have her have a life outside of the doctor. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I think, I think we're good. I think we're good because we're running along. All right, potty time. 